This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial conflict. Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Tales. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty! The only thing we have to fear is fear itself! Sooner or later, though. You always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas, alternative media for discerning minds. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. I want to thank all our members for your loyalty and support. Tonight, we take a detour from our usual topics of UFOs, parapolitics, hidden archaeology, and the paranormal, to talk about government bureaucracy and what we need to do to become self-reliant and get this hydra of our backs and of our lives, and all just like Gandhi, peacefully. Do we even need governments? I'm not alluding to anarchy, but self-reliance. It seems that the larger the government becomes, the more oppressed the people are. Our special guest is Mark Stevens radio host and author of the book Adventures in Legal Land. The title of this show, Individual Sovereignty versus Government Enslavement, The Politics of Voluntary Servitude. Mark Stevens will be with us shortly. 
To listen to tonight's full show, become a member. Just go to our website, VeritasShow.com, click on the subscribe button, and receive instant access. Don't wait any longer. For only $7.95 per month, you can listen to all of our material, hundreds of hours in CD audio quality, and take Veritas with you wherever you go. Subscribe today. And visit the Veritas store, where you can purchase our 8GB USB drives with Seasons 1 or 2 with bonus material or even MMS. What is MMS? It's like an insurance policy. Go to the past shows and listen to Jim Humble's interview entitled Jim Humble versus the FDA. It's better to have it and not need it, to need it and not have it. And if you need to get in touch with me, click on the contact button of our website and also join me on Facebook. According to Mark Stevens, the system is a hoax, and indeed, all of government and politics is nothing but rule by violence. Government, by its very nature, will never be free of corruption. In fact, governments must be corrupt. If you can't face this fact, you can't face reality. I will be discussed tonight. No politician, bureaucrat, or anyone who derives their power from the political system will ever discuss it. As it was then, so it is now. Government is all a state of mind. It's Alice in Wonderland and Neo in the Matrix. We're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. We never were. There is no state. Individual sovereignty versus government enslavement. The politics of voluntary servitude. Mark Stevens is coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to Veritas. Don't go anywhere. Catherine Austin Fitz, and you're listening to The Veritas Show. Mark Stevens is the author of Adventures in Legal Land, a scathing expose on the true nature of government based on real courtroom experience 
Mark also hosts the No State Project, a weekly radio show dedicated to bringing about a voluntary society heard on 10 AM and FM affiliates. Mark's website is markstevens.net. Mark, M-A-R-C, stevens.net. And the show is live every Saturday from 4 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mark Stevens knows how to make judges and bureaucrats squirm and worry with his powerful method of simple critical questioning that deals with factual reality instead of legal fictions and deception. And directly from your somewhere in Arizona, I would like to introduce for the first time on Veritas, Mark Stevens. Hello, Mark, and welcome. How are you? Well, good. Thank you. Very uh, appreciate you having me on as a guest. My pleasure. Are you in, in Phoenix, by the way? I am in Phoenix, and it is 114 degrees. Out. Well, it's uh, one degree lower in Tucson, so we're we're <laughs> in the same hot desert. Mark, give us some background of yourself. You're very brave. You remind me a little bit of Ralph Epperson. Do you know Ralph, by the way? I, uh, you catch me off guard. I don't recall. Oh no, I don't think I know. He's in Tucson, actually. He wrote uh, many books, including uh, The Hidden Hand and The New World Order. And he deals a lot with uh, how to be sovereign. But give us some background of yourself, uh, Mark. Well, I didn't actually come from any – I don't have any formal legal training. I don't, I don't come from that background. I uh, had tackled a labor issue back in Long Island where I'm from. And uh, you know, I got disillusioned quite a bit along the way because I was raised like most people to believe that, yeah, there may be a few bad apples, but it's the greatest system of justice and government in the world. And losing this labor dispute that way I did really, you know, did a lot to, to, you know, start shaking me awake that, you know, things really aren't as they seem. And so what happened was when I had done this tremendous amount of legal work, it's my first, you know, glimpse at the uh, legal system and I was going to the law library on a regular basis after work and I put together this tremendous, what I thought anyway, tremendous legal brief uh, to counter what had been done uh, at the union when we had this original hearing with the union, which I'm not a union guy, but they took my money and I I didn't want to have my job taken from me like the way they did. And uh, the judge, we went in, it was about 30 seconds long, and the judge basically said, uh, decision is affirmed in favor of the defendant. Uh, uh, gentlemen, have a nice day. And uh, it turned out that the court was in a building owned by the defendant, the one who I was I had the dispute with. <laughs> <laughs> a of interest there, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So anyone familiar with Route 112 going in uh, Long Island there in Medford, um, they, they probably know who I'm talking about. He, uh, just a big developer owns most of that, that, you know, route 112. He owns a lot of businesses and buildings there. And yeah, that's, that really started, you know, get me researching into the, the whole legal system. And, and that led me, uh, to where we are today, of course, where I started researching a lot of the Patriot stuff and seeing that like the government, a lot in the Patriot community were were just as as dis, dishonest and deceitful as the you know people pretending to be the president. So it was actually researching the the gurus, so to speak, the big names in the patriot community back in the mid nineties uh, that led me to the discovery that it's all a sham, it's all a fiction, all of it uh, from top to bottom. It's not a matter matter of whether you're a capital C citizen or whatever. I mean. All of it was a fiction, and um, 
you know, I started applying that knowledge in the courts and had some very, you know, startling results, very predictable results after a while. In addition to the expertise you've acquired through the years, I'm sure you know a lot about what's going on. And since you spoke, to, you mentioned the word fiction. As of today, before we started the show, I checked to see what the job approval rating for Congress was and found that it's 18%. That means that 82% of the people disapprove. Why is it then that there is a high rate of incumbency, a 90% re-election? Right from the start, please explain this disconnect. It doesn't make any sense to me, but yet there it is. Well, you, you, you look at the very nature of government itself. Why do people continue participating in their own slavery, in, in, in their own enslavement? Why do they continue paying? Why do they continue working and being productive and, and supporting a system that uh, can't even control its spending? You know, so now you're looking at, again, the, the, the bank whores are now pushing for more debt. Wow, you got it. I, I, so, so I think a lot of it has to do, and this is mentioned in, in the Declaration of Independence, uh, that, that, that mankind is more predisposed to suffer. I, I think a lot of it has to do with this. People are just, they don't like change. They're afraid of change. Uh, and I think that that's what generates a lot of it, uh, fear of the unknown, fear of the change. I mean, we can demonstrate very clearly that government should be abolished today because it's it's absolutely immoral and operates in, uh, you know, 180 degrees opposite of its only stated legitimate purpose. And people won't do it. They're too afraid. They're too damn dang afraid. And that fear, that immobilizing fear, which is, you know, a combination of, the, of course, the threats and and the you know the uh, the mind control that they've that they've you know <laughs> so uh, astu- you know astutely used against us or so definitely you you know they they're very good at it, uh, it leads to I think people not, you know not wanting to rock the boat or wanting to look apart from uh, their neighbors and and that's why they keep voting them in if they are in fact really are voting them in at this point which you know who knows how accurate the voting uh, the votes are. In the way I see it, Mark, I think uh, there's a religion in Congress, and it's uh, called re-election. These people are there to to, to be re-elected. But I've heard some people say, look, you know, I know there's a low rating for for when it comes to to the approval. However, you know, I know there are crooks, but this is my crook. And he's supporting (laughs) our our, our city here, and that's why I keep re-electing them. But we know he's a crook. What's your take on that uh, disconnect there? Well, I think there's well, I think that there's a lot of truth to that because they always claim about how much of the money that is stolen by the federal government from, let's say, Flor- you know, from the people in Florida, and so you've got. The the guy pretending to be a representative of Florida who tries to who can campaign based on how much money, how much of that money that was stolen from them that he returned back to his district. You know, so they can there are certain things that that, that the average person can see. They could see, well, we had the bridge to nowhere done or, you know, we've got or you, you look, the the the, the public teat uh, is, is it's used for a reason. So if you've got an, an area like Wyoming, uh, uh, Iowa, for example, where there's so many subsidies uh, for the corn industry, when your community is only on the map and, and and the only reason why you have a job is because uh, the the federal gangsters in in DC are providing billions of stolen funds 
to support your business, you can see where why they would have some kind of attachment to this guy, regardless of whether he is, uh, you know, a, a crook from the word go, or he's giving, you know, uh, you know, doing things like this. This guy Weiner was caught doing. Uh, you have to keep that in mind. You know, you look at places like uh, Virginia where you've got a lot of tobacco. Uh, you, you you have whole communities, or like Detroit, for example, where you, well the way it used to be, where you have entire communities that are supported by the government, uh, stealing money from other people and then funneling it into their town. And of course, Detroit. You know, t- too bad that this is happening to them because it used to be a great city. But let's talk about traffic courts. Most people have gone through a traffic ticket or, or a traffic court. You say it's not a necessary evil. You say it's just evil. Please explain. <laughs> well, it, it, that's like the same thing with government, where they talk about government being a necessary evil. Well, that depends on. Well, we all agree that it's evil then, and is yeah. <laughs> so. It's just a matter of uh, getting you know rid of the subjective whether it's necessary or not. Uh, the reason why they're not necessary is because studies lately, even if we just look at. Uh, the way the government controls the traffic on the street itself. Studies have shown that when you take the lights and the signs away, traffic accidents actually go down. Now, I know that sounds counterintuitive to anybody who's hearing it for the first time, but they have actual videos and studies to prove this. Uh, so people understand that when they get out on the road, they're accepting a certain amount of risk, and when those lights and the and traffic's better too, but when they're out there on the road, they're a lot more careful. They're not necessarily on the, on the cell phone texting uh, or drinking and not paying attention. They, they know their life is at stake, and so they're a lot more careful. So that right there is, is enough to show that it's, it's, it, it, it's not a necessary evil. They're just – they're not necessary. Uh, so when you look at the overwhelming majority of traffic tickets that are given out, they're not the result of anyone harming somebody else or endangering somebody else. If they're parking there, um, you've got seatbelt violations. You've got uh, uh, things like, you know, uh, having a, a taillight out, so, you know, ridiculous things like this. And so you know they're not geared towards safety. And the overwhelming majority of traffic tickets, if not all of them, can be thrown out just on a simple fact that the the traffic cop is not accusing you of violating violating anyone's legal rights. The traffic court, on on if not a hundred percent of the tickets, it's pretty close. Has no jurisdiction at all to even hear the ticket. So, if you haven't damaged any personal property, then why is it the business of government to issue a ticket then? They have no business to do that. So if you use Arizona, I know you mentioned you know, Tucson. So if you use Arizona as an example, the Constitution is very, very explicit. And the Constitution, not by my opinion, but by the bureaucrats and the politicians, is supposed to be the organic law. It's the, it's the highest law within the state. And so you look at the Arizona Constitution, it tells you in Article 2, Section 2, uh, and this is similar in, in uh, several other so-called state constitutions, and it's also from the Declaration of Independence. And there are thousands of court cases that support this. Not that you need it. But it says that the government was established to protect and maintain individual rights. Well, then if the traffic court down there in Tucson, wherever you, you know, you know, say the, one of the Tucson Justice Courts, uh, if they're part of the Arizona government, which they claim to be, they have the flags and the seal right there in the courtroom, well, then the only purpose for them is 
to protect and maintain individual rights. So their jurisdiction is limited to the protection and maintenance of individual rights. Well, if they're charging you with or give you a, the cop. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.